Watch my ass to the next dick no, boy. No, watch your wig, because you, it keeps sliding. They've been sliding since day one. You think I am? Welcome to Coming Out Evil. I'm Harley Honey. And I'm Mick Seduso. Join our descent into villainy. So we are back after a little hiatus with a broken laptop and just a roller coaster of things, but we're yeah. back. And very excited for today's topic. You want to let them know what we're getting into today? Yeah, so we're going to get into a little bit of discourse. We're going to ask ourselves, is dating by men, or rather, is dating by men okay? <laughs> Ladies, are you allowed to date bisexual men? Ladies, is, is homophobia it- in now? <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> is, is refusing to date by men okay? Is our question. Just want to get started by like, no. No, obviously. <laughs> Just so you know, no. The longer explanation. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't want you sitting there, like, concerned. Right? That we might be like, yeah. Like, just so you know. No. The answer is no. <laughs> yes, so we are going to talk about this with some examples from media and discourse we've seen and just all the little bits and pieces to explain that answer, but yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Don't forget to hit the bell. So let's jump in with our first kind of vantage point to Child. talk around is, have any of you seen Love is Blind? <laughs> <laughs> Who here has been personally victimized by Love is Blind? Please raise your hand now. Right. <laughs> and if you've seen the first season, mm-hmm. then you will know what we're talking about already <laughs> as we're mentioning Love is Blind. Yeah. So, picture it. Carlton and Diamond. The only black couple on the show. And they get engaged, which then means they get to see each other's faces, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. They go off to Mexico together. They're in the hotel. And the first night there... Carlton tells Diamond, he's like, hey, this has been like weighing on me. I've been acting a little macho, a little weird. You've probably noticed. Mm -hmm. And I've been really nervous about this, but I need to tell you that I'm bisexual. And she's like, oh, that kind of throws a wrench in the thing. Like she does have an immediately not hostile, but definitely weird reaction while she's also trying to comfort him. Like she's definitely giving something off, but is like rubbing his back and trying to comfort him while he's like throwing his hat and like mm-hmm. fear <laughs> and so then the next morning she's like yeah i slept on it and i just like i don't know i have like questions because like you know she's like worried about if he'll start wanting to pursue men or like mm-hmm. if a woman's enough for him or like she gets insecure and all these things if i would have told you on the first date would you have really given me a chance you wouldn't have i'd rather mm-hmm. you have told me up in front i would be able to make a better decision or be able to say okay you know, I understand where you're coming from, but you know for sure you want to be with a female. This is how I personally felt and how I slept on it. And then eventually Carlton's just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not here for this. And snaps. Because the other part of this is that she's like, so you lied to me. Yeah. You deceived me. You weren't real with me. And he's like, I wasn't going to tell you day one. But he also goes back and forth between being like, no girl's ever had a problem like this before, but also I have to wait because you're going to, you're going to prejudge me. It's like, which one was it? Because, like, clearly, this trauma came from somewhere. So, and once he starts, like, getting activated from being, like, called a liar, valid, but then he's like, this is why I don't deal with bitches like you, and goes to misogyny, and it just ramps up from there. And suddenly she's shouting Beyonce lyrics, and he's telling her to fix her wig. So. (laughs) Yeah. It just. It, there's a lot to unpack. It's so much. Okay. Because I personally 
am of the opinion that they're both wrong at various points mm-hmm. in this exchange, yeah. right? Because he, I don't hold the opinion that him not disclosing his sexuality is deceitful. I think there's so much not even a little bit. wrapped up in that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he owed you that information in the first mm-hmm. place, to be honest. But also, I do think that the fact that him being triggered, his kind of first thing to do was to pull out some misogynies like not cute no not cute at all but also her accusing him of lying i think would understandably trigger or activate a person so it's like yeah and the way she's like you threw a curveball like you threw a wrench in the thing but he literally framed it in the past i've dated both genders that is what he said word for word yeah so he even framed it as in the past and she's like so do you still and he's like, like he's into an exclusive monogamous relationship. He's not wanting polyamory. He's not wanting anything to change about their mm-hmm. dynamic. He's just letting her know. And she's like, oh, this curveball. It's like, how is this affecting you? Yeah. The fact that she says, you know, you just threw a curveball and she needs to process really prompts the question, like, what are you processing? Right. And how is it not homophobia? Like, explain right. to me what you are needing to process that isn't just you needing to let go of being homophobic. Damn. I wish I had a dick. Like, it's just like, what? <laughs> like, it's just odd. Because bisexuality, like, in this context, and in so many, is seen as, like, a flaw or a sin that you need to confess. Like, that's mm. the only perspective where it makes sense that she would be feeling... Like, he did something wrong by not saying something, is that she feels this is a flaw that he needed to confess to her to start their relationship off in a, like, healthy, honest way. And that's just flawed logic, like, so deeply. Yeah. So. I think it's also weird, because she'll frame it as, like, oh, you weren't real with me, you weren't real with me. So I think there's, like, this logic, too. She's like, no, 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 I would have been upset about any secret. This is just, he just happened to be queer. I don't know. I think it's still the same idea, right? Like, whether we're talking about disclosure with being queer or disclosure with any flaw that we have, that we're not ready to just tear down our walls for people when we just met them. Like, but people really will have this entitlement to knowing everything. But then you add any layer of homophobia or AIDS panic or anything, Mm -hmm. over. The sentiment also that bisexual people need to, like, pick a gender is also just really weird. And I'd love to get into that later, just because one of the first things that she says to him when they meet up again at the pool to kind of recap everything is she's like, I just want to know that, like, you want to be with a woman. And that's just so flawed, because, like, why does he have to choose now (laughs) in order to be with you? He has to select women as a gender as a whole. Like, it just feels like, I wonder, would you be more comfortable if when he cheated, he cheated with a woman? Like, would that be less offensive to you than if he cheated with a man for some reason? Honestly, maybe. That's wild. I think that really is the logic. And it's just, that's gotta just be, like, a homophobia, femphobia, phobia. Like, it don't make sense. I really don't. I think that, like I said, there's no way in my mind I can think you can explain this logic without it just being something about that you don't think that their attraction to men is like serious or valid enough or you're assuming that their attraction to men is gonna like make them less trustworthy or Mm -hmm. something just like what is the foundational belief here yeah i definitely think i have some thoughts later when we talk Mm -hmm. about it just in general but 
it is giving a lot of weird things just prepackaged into that. Yeah. Yeah, and then the fact too that he like flipped to misogyny immediately, you're right. Like he's still a man. Like just because yeah. you're queer does not mean you get to be a misogynist now. Like it's unfortunate because like I want to be on his side, but then he called her a bitch. Like why? And then said, "Worry about your wig. It's been sliding since day one. Like, what do you ouch. do with that?" Also, you didn't mind before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's giving, I didn't want you anyway, fat bitch. Like, right! What? Y'all were engaged and good at one point, and you still ain't tell her about her wig, and now all of a sudden it's coming up. Exactly. Weird. Weird to believe either the wig mattered and you kept that to yourself, which I think that's the real alarming deceit. <laughs> True. Or we're meant to believe you don't care about the wig, didn't care about the wig before, and didn't, you specifically said that to hurt her feelings. <laughs> which is arguably worse, because... <laughs> I think that choosing to insult a black woman by insulting her hair or something about her hair is honestly particularly violent. It really is. On TV, no less. But yeah, no. Definitely not the black love representation I wanted. (laughs) Just. Remember to check out our links. So yeah, I guess we could go ahead and get into the other weird things prepackaged into this, like the gender sexuality conflation. Yeah, I definitely think that something must also be going on there you're concerned that this person is going to be like too feminine for you or like not masculine enough for you because of their sexuality which is weird because like what does that have to do with anything Mm -hmm. and it also is definitely conflating like gender with sexuality in a way that's not fair like this idea that like all bottoms are feminine for example so you're one assuming that because they're bi they're actually gay and because they're gay you're already assuming they're a bottom and because they're a bottom like that would make them not masculine enough for you like it's so many steps that you're taking actually to make this framework make sense but it's definitely something that i've seen a lot that people be like oh like i just i need a more manly man like what does what does dick in the booty hole have to do with his masculinity i really want to understand it's so confusing and he might be doing the bend. No, but <laughs> kidding. But yeah, it's like, it's completely that. And just the same way that homophobia is just rooted in misogyny. And it's like, same misogyny he threw at her. She was using, tor- like, it just is yeah. so weird and convoluted. And it's just like, ugh. It just hurts everybody. It does. It really does. And also, I like this point you have too about, like, black women speak on this mostly about how they're okay having, like, a gay man as a friend, read accessory. But not with actually dating a bi man. Mm -hmm. And I definitely grew up with that. Like, I had a homophobic mom and grandma who loved gay culture, loved RuPaul's, had a gay best friend, called Mm -hmm. him a gay husband, but let their child be gay. Or, like, you know, be actually involved with queerness in any way. And the homophobia would pop out. And it definitely is giving that you must just be treating these people as accessories. And that's weird, right? Truly. Because my mom also was, like, violently homophobic. And I remember... Like, one time she was telling me about a queer co-worker of hers and was, like, talking about how pleasant of a day at work she had because he was there. And I was like, oh, like, how would you feel if, like, someone you knew was gay? Like me, for example. And she was like, oh, that would be horrible. Disgusting. Absolutely not. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) 
but you just like spent so much time praising your new friend and telling me how much they made your day at work comfortable which was like a big deal for her because she was a deeply unlikable person uh, so like this man was a miracle worker she was better she was a cancer no but she it's because see see the logic is and this is what they told me directly is that it's one thing if your friends go to hell but you don't want your own child to go to hell See, so it's that's, different. That's just homophobic. <laughs> like, you're just homophobic. <laughs> it's like, babe, what? Like, how do you think your friends would feel if you told them that you thought they were going to go to hell? Do you think they'd still want to be friends with Honestly, you, Honestly, I should have called up Charles and then had that convo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Just unfortunate. Truly. Charles, if you're listening to this, so sorry. But... <laughs> Oh, and then also this point about the assumption they'll want certain things in the bedroom. Yeah. The idea that, like, just because someone is, like, the assumption that all gay men are having penetrative sex and they are all the ones being penetrated. Let's talk about it. Feels deeply femphobic. Mm -hmm. And also, so what? (laughs) So what? Like, what if they did, like, their booty hole played with? Like, that's not a crime. Honestly, no, it's just so goofy. Yeah, very, very, very femmephobic about the whole, I don't know, like, conquering? I don't know what it is about the penetration being seen as, like, you've been conquered. It does seem that way. Yeah. And it's like, why does that affect you? It just feels like you're saying, oh, I can't respect you because you've had sex with a man. So you're doing the bending. (laughs) (laughs) So you're bending over. (laughs) Yeah, so the femmephobic, hi. Um, also this, like, false fear of contracting HIV or AIDS just because somebody's bi. Literally based on nothing. No symptoms. They've never talked about exposure from previous partners or mm-hmm. anything. And they're like, huh! But, but, but! Yeah. And it's also like, wait, so you're not worried about all the straight men out here? Just the bi- Because only- The HIV only finds yeah. queer men. Like, right. Do you think okay. That the sexuality is what is making men hypersexual in these contexts you're observing, and not the man part. Right. I don't know. I think right. that y'all should really take. We don't talk enough about how society, like, honestly, hurts and grooms men into hypersexuality. Mm. Like, it's a problem, and it's not something I'm blaming like men for being victimized by, but it's like. I don't know, us failing to unpack how much this is literally hurting all of us. Like, we're yeah. not joking. We're not, like, This is not a hee-hee-ha-ha time. And I'm, it's not like we're stretching to be like, oh, it, like, hurts you too, so you should help. Like, they're grooming you. That ass. <laughs> like, into being hypersexual. It's a problem. Honestly. And it's, like, it's the way I remember some kid from the library growing up being like, oh, yeah, I've been hooking up with women since I was nine. I was like, babe. You're nine? Nine? You're supposed to be reading for pizzas yeah <laughs> like playing with a toy car that only has three wheels room like. room. <laughs> room not boom boom room room <laughs> yeah no so just goofy and yeah the the assumption that it is something about the queerness mm-hmm. that makes somebody more likely to contract HIV or AIDS. Yeah. Like, honestly, you are more likely to contract HIV from some random straight person who doesn't have any, like, precautions or systems in place yeah. for, like, 
getting tested and whatnot. Like, you're literally less likely to get HIV from someone who has HIV and is on, like, medication for it. Like PrEP. Get on PrEP today. (laughs) (laughs) It's so easy, and it's free most places. (laughs) People just do not know this information. It's true. Yeah, also with the hypersexuality thing, I feel like already being bisexual, I know that's already such a huge stigma for bisexual people being hypersexual, because it's like, you can't get enough, you're so greedy. Mm -hmm. But also being a queer man, and like this assumption that their libido just runs rampant, both as a man, but then also being queer, and like the assumption everything queer men do has to do with sex. (laughs) Yeah. And then that they would want another person who could, like, keep up with that libido or something. I don't know. It's, like, very weird, all the layers to that. But, yeah. And then you add the whole racial aspect of it, too, with being black and queer. Like, Mm -hmm. people just be like, oh, they just fucking, how can I keep up with that? You're queer and black and, ah. It is pretty gross. Like, definitely aligns with, especially black men, like, already Mm -hmm. having that, like, expectation of hypersexuality placed upon them. It really sucks. Epigenetic trauma. Epigenetic trauma. Epigenetic trauma. (laughs) And with that, too, that somehow there's a sentiment that bisexual people will cheat more? Yeah, so the assumption that people will cheat when it's like, cheaters cheat. Okay. Right. Someone who's going to cheat on you is going to cheat on you regardless of their sexuality. Straight women who only date straight men get cheated on every day. Okay? Every single day. Clearly this is not the correlation you should be attached to. And there's also that, like, I think it should go examined that the shared fear is always that you're going to get left behind for a man. Like, regardless of whether you're talking about bisexual men or bisexual women, the Mm -hmm. fear is always, they're going to leave me for a man. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a coincidence, right? Because, like, bi men being perceived as, like, oh, you're actually just gay. Like, you're not really attracted to women. Mm -hmm. It's, like kind of similar to the flip side of like oh like this bi woman is definitely gonna wind up leaving me for a man anyway like she's not really queer what is this obsession for making someone's true sexuality tied to a man misogyny because why would you pick a woman when you could have a man that's literally like what the like what men believe they're like why didn't you why wouldn't you want the real thing which just doesn't even make sense to me. Like, as a bisexual person, <laughs> the experience of, like, having sex with people of different gender, it's, it's different. Yeah. They're different and unique experiences that, like, from person to person, mm-hmm. even. It's not even, like, you can make these generalizations across gender. Yeah. I don't know. Very true. Oh, yeah. Also, back to this assumption <laughs> that people need to, like, decide if you want to be with a man or a woman, like, that you have to pick. That gets complex when you're talking about non-monogamy, for sure. Ooh-hoo. But, like, especially in this these, like, monogamous contexts, this idea that a bisexual man needs to pick a gender and just stick to it really odd that's Very not how odd. being bisexual works and i don't think we have the same expectation of bisexual women and i'm wondering why because it's hot when girls hook up yeah like huh it's hot so we can allow that we can be polyamorous as long as you date other girls because that's not real because that's a woman mm-hmm. that's cute but when it's with a man that's serious and scary yeah because of course you want a man which is gross to Truly. be honest and then, like, when it is dealing with 
specifically women, like specifically lesbians, I think of mm. the Tila Tequila show that we just spent time oh rewatching. My God. It was so hard to rewatch the show, bro. Like we had to find it like piecemeal <laughs> on like YouTube and like other random um websites. Honestly. And also didn't even get to watch one of the episodes. I think I just couldn't Oh find yeah, it. we never yeah. did. Honestly, we might need to screen record those or something and archive them. Because I feel like they're gonna start scrubbing things left and right. I kind of want to get the DVD. Oh, that's right. You know what? I don't prioritize that. <laughs> Everybody, go join our Patreon yes. and then help us get the Tequila Tequila box set so we can archive queer history for better or worse. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the fact that once you didn't tell the lesbians, mm-hmm. which that was a whole thing. Yeah. So bi PR is very bad. Very bad. Tequila Tequila did horrible things for the bi PR. <laughs> but that was like the first queer representation I could think of. Like. Yeah. Oh, also for context, I don't actually know if the viewers know this. I oh. am bisexual. Right, yes. Yes. And I am lesbian. Yes. Eh, yeah. And we are polyamorous. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I feel like if anyone should be talking about this, it, it would be us. Literally <laughs> us. Like, <laughs> objectively us. And also, like, I'm a lesbian, but also I've had dated a lot of men in the past and have, like, when I first came out, I was bisexual. So, like, I definitely know the struggle and mm-hmm. my heart goes out to the bi community. I will not be one of those lesbians who's biphobic, because we hate that here. But Yeah, boo. Yeah, so the Tila Tequila show, and literally, it was a shot at love with Tila Tequila, mm-hmm. blue shot, pink shot, which gender's gonna win? Yeah. That was the whole premise of the show. Tila! Last season, Tila Tequila began her quest for love. I'm a bisexual. <laughs> and after meeting 16 hot lesbians and 16 straight guys, she found the one. Like, it wasn't that they're all individuals who each care about Tila. It's like, no, they each represent their gender team. Like, that's fucked up. It really was. In the first episode where she made all the men bring her gifts and all the women just had, like, a fashion show for yeah, her. Yeah, she was like, like you guys just, y'all just put on cute little outfits and pose for me. The men can bring me presents. Like, this is the sapphic propaganda if I've ever seen it. Like, it was so much. I did feeling like as we were watching it she gave lesbian energy she did she gave compulsory heterosexual a lot it's so because i remember that first episode like she's like oh like what's your name like with the guys like Mm -hmm. you know whatever but when the girls came she was just making out smooching cuddling hugging (laughs) watching looking touching like she was all over i also low-key part of me thinks about the kind of internalized misogyny that exists in these contexts where like I'm not saying Tila Tequila was doing this but I've definitely had an experience where someone was like interested in me sexually but not romantically yeah and so just wanted to use me in that way but would be like romantic with men yeah and so I think that that is odd <laughs> that's that Kentucky queer <laughs> and it's like, what are we doing here I think participating in misogyny by using me for my body and we're not talking about this 1000% why are we making out every time we get drunk but you're only dating men yeah what is that babe like what's happening like the bisexuality PR is so bad I yeah and I understand but also to turn around and just engage in misogyny because of it is no no (laughs) everybody suffers so with all this, all the stigma, all these loaded connotations, all this everything, misogyny, all of it, 
It makes it creates an environment where people will actively hide their queerness. Yeah. And then leads to the Diamond Carlton situation. <laughs> like It just has its own consequences. And this whole discussion of disclosure in general, like, when do people owe somebody disclosing? And it's like, let people... You see all the oppression happening? Like, can we let them take their yeah. time to figure out who's safe to do that with? Like... Exactly. And so we get, like, violently misogynistic down-low men who mm-hmm. only exist because of these homophobic patriarchal norms that they, as men, are participating in. <laughs> In creating, uh, what are you doing? How are you queer and a misogynist? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Slugs for salts. Slugs for salts. Slugs for salts. <laughs> that's y'all. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite phrases you've ever introduced me to. <laughs> Trees for X, like same genre. Yeah. So you have a really important thing here about. All of this creates an environment where people will hide their queerness actively. Yeah. And I feel like the thing is that I don't want to be claiming that just men being on the down low is dangerous. Though, like, I think it's because they're not inherently dangerous, right? Like, I'm cautious about tying, like, queerness to a danger. But I do think that the, the measures that one will take to stay down low can make them a danger you know like we saw love is blind like he was so violently misogynistic to her he started calling her a bitch and like imagine if he was someone who was actively like trying to continue to maintain like that kind of like machismo that like macho persona like that's scary it really is like the things that men will do to prove that they're like manly can be scary things. The way he said, oh, if you behaved like that, I would have been punching out already. And she was like, what? Huh? And yeah, and like everybody, I mean, we also were like, huh? And he meant like clocking out. But the way he was acting, the fact that we couldn't even discern that he wasn't meaning punching this woman. Yeah, and we're like rightfully traumatized, right? Like rightfully jumping jumping to those conclusions. Truly. Because that's the data that we have about men. It's true. It is true. And I feel like there's just so many media things where they'll try to, like, justify this or, like, I don't know. It's just so hard. This conversation's so nuanced. And I think at the the heart of it, it's, like, like, the marginalized people deserve to take whatever space they need to feel safe and come out and, like, find partners who allow that. Yeah, just, it shouldn't lead to misogyny and, like, violence in order to protect that boundary or that need like yeah it's like it kind of reminds me of this character in Degrassi who's queer and he like has a whole boyfriend who he's like hiding because um his parents wouldn't approve but it like though we understand that he's valid and not being ready to tell his parents he's also kind of mistreating his partner in the course of trying to hide his partner from his parents so it's like yeah you need to look at these conversations kind of more thoroughly i feel like sometimes people will be on like beginner discourse like discourse Mm. 101 and will kind of stay at like those surface level conversations and not get any deeper for fear of like getting accused of being homophobic or something yeah it's like you're not gonna get accused of being homophobic unless you're homophobic i don't know that's (laughs) the one 
the one qualification yeah. <laughs> as we bigoted against gay people. But I also appreciate the honorable mentions we have to these disclosure conversations. Of course, the infamous scene from the Tyler Perry movie, Four Colored Girls, where she's mm-hmm. like, how did you marry a woman and then turn around and let a man bend you over? Ain't nobody bending me over. So you doing the bending. <laughs> Definitely are... an iconic line. Yeah, and I know I've been quoting throughout this episode, but yeah, I think that really strikes to the the femphobia of <laughs> who's doing the bending. Like, why is that your concern? And then also a lesser known one, but absolutely unhinged. Another Tyler Perry thing, I should add. Tyler Perry's been in this episode a lot. And that yeah. also deserves investigation. <laughs> Maybe it's own episode, to be honest. Honestly. Sorry, Mr. Perry. Oh. <laughs> so there's also a show that Tyler Perry created called Sisters. There's an episode where this girl is trying to test her boyfriend because she has suspicions that he's bi or queer. Mm-hmm. So there's like a gay best friend who comes over to help set up for dinner party, her boyfriend, and then this third party that is essentially bait to test him with. And the guy's, like, flirting with him, saying he's cute. And he's like, oh, sorry, I have a girlfriend. I don't roll like that. Mm-hmm. And the man's like, man, blah, blah, blah. And it gets revealed to him that his girlfriend's trying to test him. And he's like, okay, bet. We're going to have a threesome right now. <laughs> Just backfires. It immediately, he said, you're involved too now. Like, the, the gay best friend who wasn't even a part of this. Like, he was like, I'm fucking everybody. Like, And I literally don't even think he was interested in this man until he found out it was to try to catch him being queer. And he's like, if you want that, let's yeah. go. Let's fucking go. Which I think might be my favorite take on this. <laughs> like, I do feel, like, surprised that it's kind of such an amusing turnout. Like, when you start watching that scene, I definitely thought that homophobia was going to happen. Like, <laughs> but instead it was that. Like, I thought it was going to be that the writers were going to be homophobic. Right. And I was going to see homophobic content. <laughs> But they just popped off instead. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So memorable. And then I think there's a scene after where the women are like all gathered around and they're like, what's wrong? And they just all look not knowing how to explain what happened. So I definitely want to watch that show at some point. Understand what the fuck is happening. But yeah, yeah. in short, don't be biphobic or homophobic. Mm-hmm. The logic also confuses me just because like, say I'm a straight woman. Yeah. And I am dating a bisexual man, and I'm insecure that, like, he could leave me for a man. I'm supposed to believe in this situation. I am to be threatened by random men? Like, what are the odds that a random man from a sample of men is going to be anywhere near me, to be honest? Truly. Like, why am I to be threatened by this? I don't understand. I honestly don't get it. Like, you're being homophobic. And also, pick your self-esteem up off the ground, please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Because why? (laughs) You are your own person with your own things to offer to the table. I think that this, like, gets lost in the conversation sometimes. It's like skill issue why do you think your partner will be so easily taken oh like i think you should evaluate that part also 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 as somebody who's literally been in a three-year relationship that ended because he started like experiencing attraction and i was no longer a part of that equation like that's still like i literally did experience something that i think people fear Mm -hmm. and that's still no reason to be biphobic then that just wasn't going to work out anyway so if, was he by? I thought I, that we didn't know what the situation was. I then. don't know. I thought I the situation don't know. was question mark. 
far. <laughs> right, exactly. So he went from being attracted to me to suddenly uh, his interest flipped. And that is, I don't know what was happening there. But even going through that, I'm telling you, as somebody who's been through that, it's still no reason to be biphobic. Like, yeah, literally. That Your just self-esteem is not a reason to hate all bi people. <laughs> I'm saying. And it's just like, you know, that meant that wasn't going to work out anyway. Like, who's to say that his attraction wouldn't change and still involved, like, femmes? Like, I don't know. Like, if it was, if it's meant for me, nobody can take it, you know? So. That's true. Exactly. So, and that's what I want to say about that. <laughs> well... Glad to be back into the swing of things. The laptop's ready to go, and we're ready to go, and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Think you can handle more? Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Coming Out Evil. Our website also has merch, sources, and our original villainy workbook available to download. Check it out at allmylinks.com slash comingoutevil. You can support our evil doing on Patreon, where patrons get exclusive access to bloopers, extended cuts, live streams, and so much more. You can also tip us on Cash App at Yeehaw Howdy and Mixedusa. Stay evil, and we'll see you next time. What did you think of this episode? Leave a review.